Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where the conflict escalates until the birds depart as usual, and the squirrels come up with a plan that completely charms an old grump. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> These kids' books have have, uh, have escalated. <laughs> they have. <laughs> but we don't know what it is. We, we don't have – Rich is messing with us. We don't have a link to the actual book. We just have another <laughs> summary of the book. And so I like the idea that this is in fact, oh, the book is called Those Darn Squirrels. Those, Those darn, darn Squirrels. squirrels. <laughs> they always charm the old grump. Well, why wouldn't they? How could they? We're here they? to charm you. Indeed. This, with things. if you remember the old show Buzz Out Loud, this is the best parts of that. <laughs> it actually really. Forget the boring really, okay. news stuff. Pish posh. Yeah. If, uh, however, you would like the techier version of our chit-chat, patreon.com slash it's a thing will get you this week's bonus That's true. Content. Actually, an episode broke out. You know? <laughs> Which was a little accidental buzz out loud moment. There's an Apple rant. There's an Apple. There is an Apple rant. Yep. It's real old school. You're going to like it. You're going to love it. We, we think you're going to love it, actually. <laughs> we think you're going to love it. <laughs> uh, actually, my first thing is, is kind of techie. Uh, have you heard, and this is, I, I should couch both my things this week are, Oh my God, did you know this is a thing? Not, mm. wow, this is the thing, right? But did you know there is an underground scene for floppy disk music? What? So this is specifically people creating electronic music um, as an MP3. Actually, it, I guess it doesn't always have to be electronic music, although a lot of the examples I saw were, and saving it to floppy disk, and that is the only way they distribute it. Wow. You can go to discogs.com if you would oh. like to browse all the available music on floppy disk. This is the most <laughs> subculture. This is the subbiest subculture I've ever heard of. This is incredible. Like this is this is William Gibson-esque. Yeah. In its super unbelievably hip subcultureness. 500 wow. plus floppy releases since 2020, more than the number of music releases on floppy in the 80s, 90s, and, and zeros together. Unbelievable. It looks like some Dutch guys, Nick Hilkman and Thomas Volkskauer, uh, started Floppy Total as a festival in Rotterdam in 2014, and then it morphed into a full-blown research project on obsolete media as cultural phenomena. And, and now people are totally into this floppy disk thing. I, lo I love this. I mean, I'm just happy. They don't care. They're not worried about you copying that floppy <laughs> mm -mm. because they know you want to support the artist and buy the floppy from them. I love the the symbolism too that they're imbuing here. They're like, it's the icon of saving. Yeah. <laughs> How delightful is that? 
The floppy lingers on as residual media where it sticks around society in a way, he says, as the floppy as a memento mori. I love everything about this. I did not know this was a thing, and I'm happy that it is. It's a subculture. This is not a mainstream thing. but Sub. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there is a vibrant subculture of, you know, people trading floppies, buying floppies, selling floppies of Big Wheel by Ice House or Dude by a, a Bit Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love this. I also, you know, I like a little reuse. So I'm happy yeah. about that. This is where you are not just buying the music, you're buying the art. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is art. How, how, you know, <laughs> how do you play it? Do you have to find an old reader? <laughs> you, you get a USB floppy drive. <laughs> yeah. Plug it wow. in, I guess. Uh, at least oh that's, gosh. that's how the author of the Verge story on this Alexa song says they did it. I um, thought that I had a memento in the house in the form of my USB CD reader, but apparently not. No. <laughs> I, th- I mean, even the words you get a USB floppy reader are deceptively simple sounding. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you like oh, a little DIY amazing. music scene, if you're like, I'm really tired of universal music and TikTok billionaires fighting with millionaires, uh, you know. Here's an alternative for you. <laughs> I'm going floppy. Go floppy. I, I really, I really enjoy that. Um, that's funny too, because my first thing is the exact opposite of that. It is a compelling real life sort of borderline true crime tale told in the first person, a true story narrated on TikTok that has taken the world by storm. Oh, that so sounds compelling. So if you have heard... The words, uh, who TF did I marry? Who the F mm-hmm. did I marry? It's because of this apparently totally viral series that my, my son brought up to me. And then I was like, oh, everybody's watching it. And I suspect okay. it's going to start to like have spinoff memes, but it's unusual for lots of reasons. So this woman went viral, uh, for narrating the story of this guy that she married, who she refers to as Legion. <laughs> <laughs> as in the and biblical legion, uh, possessed, biblical. yeah, yeah a, a possessed person possessed by many demons. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, the series of TikToks, though, and this is kind of what is a lot is bonkers about it. Just the story itself, like how he pretended to be married and then it turned out or pretended to be really wealthy, said that he had this really close relationship with his brother and would talk on the phone all the time with the brother. But then like. There was no brother and she doesn't know who he was on the phone with. And then he, you know, tried to say he was buying a a house for cash and then like didn't have any and asked her for like, it just goes on and on and on. And by on and on and on, I mean, it goes on for five hours. Wow. She did five hours worth of TikToks telling the story of this guy. Like they point out, Forbes points out that it's even longer than the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings, the return of the King. (laughs) And it's just this woman sitting there telling this story, like one incident, one thing at a time. And then there are all these sort of spinoff videos. Like the, (laughs) my favorite one actually is somebody who goes to the barbershop and like pans over to the TV in the barbershop and they're playing who TF did I marry? Like they're just like sitting there, everybody in the barbershop watching these TikToks one after the other, wow. like a five hour show. And it's just her sitting in a car telling the story. Just There's no production the value, no re- recreations. No. Wow. Nope. It's just her just being 
flabbergasted. Being an amazing storyteller is what she's being. She, he pretended that he was bedridden by this uh, mysterious injury. And then she discovered that he'd been urinating in soda bottles instead of using the bathroom. Like it goes, he told people they had a baby together, even though she had had a miscarriage. He faked all these phone calls. I mean, and do we know if this is true? And on and on. We don't know, but we do know that he has since posted a video Uh saying, what? You're crazy. You cheated on me. That's why you made all of this up. That's why you sat in a car and narrated five hours worth of TikToks. (laughs) So pretty much the entire internet is like, no, it's Risa. It's Risa Tisa. We're on Team Risa. Her name, by the way, is Risa Tisa. So there's that also. So just just know that at some point you're going to encounter some version of this, whether it's like a spinoff meme yeah, or somebody yeah. talking about <laughs> how this is such a thing. Also, it really is utterly bananas. And she does point out that, yes, there were red flags that then burst into flame and she just <laughs> kept running through them. I don't know if I want it to be fiction or true more. Yeah. Because if it ends up being fiction – it's an accomplishment. I, I'm not worried about, oh, she fooled people into thinking, forget that. It's like, this is just like, sign her, get her to write a script. Like, <laughs> I do, like, that's a talent to be able to create a narrative that compels people that much. Mm-hmm. But also, if it's true, that's an amazing story. You should also sign her because she still adapted a true story in a compelling way. Totally. Yeah. And she does, I mean, it is really interesting, right? It's like she's got that it factor that makes you watch her. Because these are, by the way, they're, it's the long-form TikTok, so it's 10 minutes at a time. Oh, okay. Which is already an almost ungodly amount of time to watch a, a TikTok. TikTok. yeah. But she is this compelling. And again, the story is that bananas. Yeah, it's pretty, it's it's wild. It is just, it's a, it's a, like a TMZ tail burst onto the scene. And as Saray points out, there are multiple ex-wives and girlfriends with similar experiences with quote unquote legion out there. So oh yeah, even if it's not true, it is based oh, on true stories, perhaps. Also, right? he supposedly has a twin brother whose life he was trying to emulate. I mean, what? Wow. That is banana. There are multiple locations of telling the story. She's not all in the car. Sir ATW has clearly watched all five hours. <laughs> this is amazing. I haven't had time yet because I just found out about it and I had to bring it right to you first. But it, but it, it's always just her telling the story, not like yeah. either her at yeah. home or her in a car. Right, right, right. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Who TF did I marry? Who TF? Look Risa Tisa. On life by Risa Tisa. Yeah. It's uh, almost Friday. It's almost Friday, everybody. You can just make this your Friday night date night. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Spend the weekend with Risa Tisa. Oh, love it. I also want to call attention to a paper uh, published in the yearbook of the German Cognitive Linguistics Association. <laughs> First of all, because well done researchers for getting this published. Second of all, you all are going to go, oh, that's definitely a thing in fact i'm pretty sure we've talked about this as a thing maybe not as a thing on the show but like we've just played with this concept of turning almost any english word into a euphemism for being drunk (laughs) 
So like, oh man, I got car parked last night, right? Oh my goodness. Like I'm not familiar with this and I'm so excited at this. So these these two linguists published a paper where they did a corpus-based study, which means they looked at, you know, a a collection of works and tested Mm -hmm. whether it is possible to model the expression of drunkenness in English as a schematic set of constructions. Like, can you just create a formula where you plug in the right words and everyone goes, oh, you mean you got drunk? Like, it's an interesting quirk of English. So they found that the pattern be slash get as the verb, like I got or I was, plus Mm -hmm. an adverb, really amazingly, staggeringly, plus Mm -hmm. drunkenim, which is their word for basically taking any noun and adding ed to the end is strongly associated with pre-modifying adverbs such as completely, totally, and absolutely. A manual analysis of a large word list of English drunkenems reveals further interesting patterns that can be modeled constructionally. So there's a there's a pattern. 546 drunkenism drunkenems are listed in the appendix for this article. This is incredible. <laughs> and that's just in that article, by the way. The Ars Technica piece about this points out that the number of drunkenisms has been drunkenims has been increasing. You're drunkenims. BBC culture reporter <laughs> Susie Dent estimated in twenty seventeen that there are about three thousand English slang synonyms, including ram squaddled, obfuscated, tight as a tick. And evidently been too free with Sir Richard. Yeah, and I guess the drunkenum doesn't always have to be a noun. I, I said it was a noun, but it's just, you know, I, I like got your version of staggeringly gazebo. <laughs> yeah, right. I I got uh, amazingly uh, fire TV'd. I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> I got a hundred percent slug nutty. I got smashingly glassed. <laughs> oh my god, this is incredible! Yeah, I got amazingly <laughs> thinged last night. I got incredibly chrome tabbed. <laughs> Just adding things. Wow, I was so pixeled. Also, did somebody get paid to do this? Because this is a bit trousered, by the way, is excellent. One of the ones they use in their very first. Um, paragraph in the actual story. I mean, these are re- these are linguists, wonderful. so presumably they get paid by their you know places of employment. Uh, you can be wellied, trousered, rat arsed. Unbelievable! I'm just I can't stop trolleyed. Wow, one of the co-authors is uh, employed by the Center for Scalable Data Analytics and Artificial Intelligence in Dresden. <laughs> slow down chap i'm pajamaed <laughs> i b slash get adverb xed yeah that's just <laughs> one pattern just actually we should actually just start saying that just the construction all yeah. by itself is pretty great i b get, slash plus get utterly xed i b adverb plus xed yeah um and they say <laughs> there's so there's indication of further study because there there are other patterns besides b get plus adverb xed Oh, bring us more. I've decided I would like to be an academic, perhaps. Yeah. Want to be a linguist? Easier, easier. It looks easier than it is. I think it does, yes. These two make it it look easy. Drunkenims. (laughs) Drunkenims. I was absolutely drunkenimmed. I know. Got so drunkenimmed. Amazing. Also, we should uh, point out that Know Your Meme, uh, a place where we often refer to to either support 
our identification of a thing or, or occasionally I even discover a thing uh, is rather in this case catching up <laughs> to one of our things mm-hmm. uh, having just this past month created a, an entry for connections yeah I felt good about this one. I really did. I mean, I try not to gloat. And again, we're, we consider ourselves in some ways partners in thingdom with Know Your Meme. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely like, welcome to the party, guys. They did a whole piece on connections that, as Tom pointed out, included some of the angry reactions <laughs> were very similar to what we felt uh, on the February 22nd puzzle when they did colors with the first letter changed. <laughs> Come on. Come on. The clues were the clues. The words were clue, frown, mellow, preen. Colors with their first letters changed. Blue, brown, yellow, green. Clue, and then frown, BuzzFeed Donald Jenny wrote, NYT Connections is conditioning people to find patterns that aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look at everything now like, wait, could it just be, what if I change the first letter? Yeah. Anyway, yes. Welcome, Know Your Meme. Welcome, everybody. And I would like to point out that Tom, despite warning us that he might get bored yet. with connections, is still going strong. Yeah. Well. Still going strong. There, it was close um, there a couple times. You know, and I'm not guaranteeing for future performance. <laughs> past, no. past performance is no guarantee of future performance. But I definitely have lasted longer than, than I thought I would. What is it? Good night, Wesley. Probably kill you in the morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I probably won't do connections in the morning. Um, how will you wake up in the morning? I just wake up. I mm. usually wake up because I hear Sawyer moving around and I'm like, let's get you outside before you pee in the house. <laughs> well, uh, lucky for you, you have the gift of waking up and you do not have to do what apparently everybody is doing in order to wake up, which is setting multiple iPhone alarms. So this is I- now... The way that people interact with their iPhone alarms. One, you use your iPhone alarm to wake uh-huh. up. Everybody knows that. And the, and the the there have been a lot of memes and jokes about the sound, like that specific iPhone alarm sound and how it will freak you out anywhere you are because you're used to it waking oh, you up. Oh, yeah. That, Eileen uses an iPhone alarm and that sound wakes me up sometimes and I definitely have that. Yeah. Yeah. It is an upsetting sound. But apparently what the kids have started doing, and my son does it too, because now when you open up the alarm interface – it shows you a whole list of times, 6, 6.30, 7, 8, 8, 9, 9, 10. What people are doing, because they are absolutely psychotic, is they set all of them in like 10 or 15 minute increments. So no snoozing. So no snoozing. Right. They have- They don't snooze. Wow. They just set every alarm on the phone. It's like you could just hit snooze. You could just hit snooze. <laughs> But that's always nine and that minutes. helps you wake up because you reach over and you press the snooze button and then the and the time the kids don't even know the time honored tradition of doing snooze math because of the mm-hmm. nine minutes and you get so good at math even yeah. though you're sound asleep. No, they're not doing any of that at all. They just have it go off at six, six ten, six twenty, six thirty, six forty, and then they screenshot it and they do this so much <laughs> that it has become its own full on meme. And somebody like photoshopped a you know a, a ten hour long alarm. Screenshot. It's because they screenshot it to show off how many alarms they set. It's the defense against accidentally hitting the alarm off button. I don't know if that's why anyone's doing it, but it is that. Like I've done that where like alarm went off, thought I hit snoozed, I hit the alarm off. So this keeps that from happening. I guess it does. And I guess that's that's maybe the the reason. 
But yeah, it's, it, it is such an odd behavior that has totally emerged and apparently is like universal because they all, I've seen oh, yeah. screenshots all over. And in fact, this, this original entry has been in here for like three years. I saw an interview with Kaza from La Seraphim because they've got a new album out. So they're doing all these interviews and I can't remember which outlet they were talking to, but they asked her about getting up you know, in the morning and she showed her phone with like this, you know, alarms and the alarms, they were set at weird intervals. Like they weren't all the same interval. It was like eight minutes, 12 minutes, seven minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too. Like sometimes it's a half an hour, sometimes every 10 minutes. So I guess you can change them. I don't, I even found like in the Apple forums, a discussion question wanting to know if you could ask Siri to turn on a range of alarms, like turn on the alarms, all the alarms between 5 a.m. and 7 or something. Just wait till like, after WWDC. You'll be totally be able to hit the snooze button. <laughs> just hit snooze. It's the biggest button. You might not. You might hit the wrong button, though. I mean, I guess that can't mu- be too right, careful. Though, that must be the solve. Yeah, this this must be a solve for. I don't want to accidentally hit stop instead of snooze. I don't know, man. But, but what if it goes the other a- way? What if you accidentally hit the snooze button, and now you've got a snooze alarm and the other alarm, and now you're getting like multiple alarms, minutes apart. I don't know. It's I just I find it to be like I I want there to be a sociological study. Like it's just such an emergent behavior. Like we lived with snooze our entire lives and they have just, they have just eschewed the snooze. <laughs> Don't eschew the snooze. They just choose the snooze. <laughs> who is the child who eschews the who snooze? Who eschews the snooze? Who eschews the snooze? <laughs> That's what we're asking here. That's all I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So the news is who eschews the snooze. <laughs> <laughs> the use issues the snooze news news <laughs> you lose okay the news uh it's let's move off of that to feedback and it's yeah, a thing help. not me yan wrote in with a possible kitchen thing hi tom and molly last few weeks i am seeing these skillets with hexagon patterns everywhere on tiktok cooking vids apparently they are called hexclad and are supposed to combine the advantages of stainless steel and nonstick. but it feels to me they are mostly just more expensive <laughs> uh is this a thing thing or just my bubble thing love the show cheers thank you oh interesting this appears to be the new all clad like it is in fact a brand yeah and good find because i'm seeing like hottest text clad cookware can one pan sear like stainless steel and release like nonstick? uh professional chefs say oh here's some hex clad oh it's gordon ramsay Ah, that would explain why it's a thing. That makes it a thing, right? Yep. I wasn't sure if it was a bubble or a thing. I was, I was, I was looking for evidence because I haven't seen it a lot of places, but that could just be my own bubble. But yeah, Gordon Ramsay's out there talking about it. Definitely a thing. Yahoo actually lists it as uh, among the best cookware sets for 2024. Is best it hybrid? Is it say. have a coating? I, I mean, I guess so, but I think it's um, it's induction required. Com- compatible yeah because okay that's good you have to season it so i think it has a coating but that probably isn't like um what do you call it poison <laughs> a true non-stick surface that won't succumb to nicks or wear and tear yeah compatible with all cooktops 
Not cheap. Three hundred ninety dollars for a six for a six piece fry it pan. Fuses set. PO, PFOA free nonstick. Oh, okay, yeah. So yes, non poison. Right. That's non-poison good. Non poison nonstick, but coating. it's still a coating. Yeah. But yeah, I feel it, like the coating is like, yeah, this is a non-poisonous coating until we find out later that it was totally poisonous. Honestly, <laughs> I agree. Gordon Ramsay and Oprah apparently uh, are are did not create it, sorry, but have um, promoted it. This is a thing. This is a proper thing. Oh, yeah. This is a proper way. thing. Good find. Yeah, good find. Good find. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely Great done. Finds. Uh, Sarah has an alternative to slap fighting for us. And in, in case <laughs> slap fighting is... Too freaking horrific. Sarah writes, hi again, Thing Team. In contrast to the violent slap fighting thing, just wanted to mention the WPFC. My husband and I happened upon this on ESP20, the World Pillow Fighting Championships. Aww. Believe it or not, it's an actual thing. I love that. Love Pillow fighting could get intense, too. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. But probably much better for your noggin. <laughs> um, y- yeah. Like, I don't think you're going to pop an eardrum. I mean, the unless they're using, like, steel pillows or something. But, hex-clad know, pillows. Assuming they're not hex-clad <laughs> pillows. Uh, they should just upgrade slap fighting to hit you with a frying pan. Like, yeah. why not? Why it's not? More, it's more cartoony. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bop. Uh, Jody in Minneapolis confirms Country Queen Bay is a thing. Hello, friends. People dancing to Texas Hold'em is all over TikTok and Insta. I'm going to say was all over TikTok and is still all over Insta. That is all. Thanks for the weekly joy you bring. Uh, thank you, Jody. That That's a great confirmation. I appreciate that. And at the Something. time of your writing was absolutely true. <laughs> it was absolutely true until TikTok did the thing where it takes all the music out of everything. By the way, that's just sort of like an awesome sub thing, um, which is that now people are posting – how funny their videos look, look with the sound removed. Yeah. So like dancing videos and it's just like their feet squeaking on the floor. Pretty funny. If people don't I will know say, the reason TikTok is muting or removing those songs is they're in a licensing dispute with Universal Music Group, which at the end of January meant they removed all Universal artists music. But then Universal said, we're also not going to renew the composition licenses, which means every song that has Anyone from Universal on it also now has to be removed by TikTok. And that means songs that aren't even from Universal. They could be from Warner or anybody else. But if they had one person with a writing credit on that song, now they can't play that one either. So like 30% of TikTok music is muted now. Holy crap. Thank you for explaining that because I did not know. Um, I will also confirm, I don't think I have seen any Instagram reel in the last week that was not set to Texas Hold'em. <laughs> in addition to like a whole bunch of line dances and all yeah. of that stuff, but it's just the background music of life right now. Number one with a Beyonce. Forget the bullet. Oh, yeah. Um, and also Dolly Parton weighed in and said, oh, yeah, it's all that. you want effectively, but I love Beyonce's new country song. So yeah. And Dolly just had a rock so. album. <laughs> yeah. So Dolly's exactly. like, yeah, we can all cross genres. What, what are you talking about? It's settled. BioCow has a simple message about plates. Thank you. <gasps> for years, my wife and I have been using flat bowls for meals. They're very convenient, especially when you want to eat when sitting on the couch. I know, I know. 
Anyway, I just wanted to share that not only do I have blares, but I'm very thankful that you were able to give a name to them, or blates, sorry, but I'm very thankful you were able to give a name to them for me. I'm also thankful for the podcast and all you do, you being the It's a Thing team. Oh my God, BioCow! That's so nice. BioCow goes back to the Buzz Out Loud days. Big, big uh, helper of DTNS created Nightbot, yep. which like everybody uses, or helped create Nightbot, I should say, which everybody uses. <laughs> continues to maintain it. That's uh, an awesome name to see. Yeah, good to see you, BioCow. Uh, Larry from Columbus is getting a thing in for the record. Rich, Molly, and Tom, Pal World. It's a thing. It's a collection slash survival game, sort of like weaponized Pokemon with a touch of Minecraft. Nintendo is not happy. Uh, yeah, this thing came out of the gate and like stunned people. It was in like pre-release and set records on Steam. So very much a thing for the record. Thank you, Larry. Good one. And then Kevin on Patreon has avocado thoughts based on our bonus content teaser. I don't mind browning avocados until they're more black than brown. I usually mix it in with other vegetables I'm eating, so it's not bad for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I do yeah. some risky things with food. I'm not going to deny it, but eating the brown avocado. Hmm. Oh, I've, I've eaten brown guacamole. Like when it gets brown on top, you just stir it in because it's just oxidation. But more black than brown? No, that doesn't. That's sound the part healthy. that got me. I'm, yeah. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about a little, little brown edge on the on the avocado is not going to bother me. But yeah, ooh, wow. I'm worried about you, Kevin. But you know, he's still he's still kicking. Kevin's like, I'm fine. Patreon, Don't worry about me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support the show. Those of you who support us at the shout out level get yeah a shout out, which is a pretty mild way to describe what you actually get, oh which is your name gosh. skillfully woven into any number of incredibly outlandish tales. This week, in fact, the shout outs are based on the VHS box description of the 1986 film Unmasking the Idol. Let's let that sink in for a minute. The description on the box for the video cassette version of the 1986 movie <laughs> Unmasking the Idol. I don't even think that Rich knew that there was going to be floppy disk music in this episode <laughs> when he. Uh, came uh, up yeah, with no, the I don't think either. he would have. Yeah. It's incredible. Well done. Um, I'll take the middle. Sounds good. Take a sizable portion of Gabrielle Cohen, top it up with a double dose of Pepe Kevin Dunn and just a splash of Benjamin Forrest. And the result is Valor Trucks, Hollywood's first Joe Hood and a half. And for good measure, throw in Jake Wood's evil and sadistic enemy number one. Louis St. Amour, the beautiful and seductive A.B. Puppy, the deadly, sinister Eric Duncan, a mysterious character named A.J. Venturella, a gentleman by the name of Brian Gianfrancaro, and a whole host of lethal James C. Smiths, and you have the wonderfully entertaining spoof and a half, unmasking Lee Price. Morris Jones plus his trigger-happy, almost-human sidekick, Kevin Sill, are the perfect combination. This is a slick, cleverly scripted, quality Laura Abel that guarantees an hour and a half of nonstop Mike Akins. I already looked it up. It's directed by Worth Keeter. Of course. Which is incredible. Uh, Duncan Jacks is facing his most challenging mission ever to save the world from evil terrorists. Wow. Amazing. And you just got um, shouted out. Oh, correct. Correction. Zoe points out, I said Nightbot when I was crediting BioCow. It's Showbot that is BioCasting. Ah, Showbot. good save. Good save. Thank you, Discord. If you would like to correct us live, 
during our tapings. You can become a member of It's a Thing at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Chat along live with your fellow patrons uh, in the Discord every day when we, uh, I'm sorry, every week when we record. And you will get an ad-free RSS feed and more. You can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. Look for those in the show notes or over at our shopping page, it's a thing.me slash shop. And you can email us your things, feedback at it's a thing.me. Do it right now. Do it. See you next week. Bye. Do it. Do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 